This is Scrum Dynamics. Hi, my name is Neil Benson, and you're listening to the Scrum Dynamics podcast. The purpose of this show is to help everyone use the Scrum Agile Software Development Framework to successfully implement Microsoft business applications. Whether you're implementing Dynamics 365, Power Apps, Power BI, or Flow, I believe that you deserve a perfect Microsoft Business Applications project. Using the Scrum framework, I reckon you can slash project budgets, shrink delivery timelines, mitigate technical risks, and have way more fun delivering software that everyone loves. If you're new to Scrum, you might have heard some new terms like sprints and increments, Scrum masters and product owners. You might be wondering what it's all about. I've compiled a handy cheat sheet of over 80 terms you'll hear as you learn about Scrum and try to apply it to your Microsoft Business Applications project. You can download it by visiting customary.com slash scrum terms. That's the word customer with a Y on the end, dot com slash scrum terms. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 33. This is going to be the start of a new season of Scrum Dynamics to help you have more successful Dynamics 365, Power Apps, Power BI and Flow projects through interviews with Microsoft customers and partners who have a track record of successful business applications projects. In this episode, I get to spend time with Johan and Carolina from NAB Solutions in Sweden. NAB Solutions is a Microsoft partner based in Vaxio in southern Sweden and the business has been going for over 18 years and today they have 80 staff located in five offices across Sweden. The company was founded as a mid-market ERP solutions provider. Initially, that means they were a Navision reseller, then Dynamics NAV, and today it's a specialist, of course, in Dynamics 365 Business Central. NAB Solutions are a finalist in this year's Microsoft Partner of the Year Awards in the Business Central category. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Why don't we start with some introductions? Johan, do you want to introduce yourself to the audience in Scrum Dynamics? Yes, my name is Johan Ehrmark. I'm the CEO of NAB Solutions. I've been working with uh, the product since uh, Navision version 1.1. So it's about 20 years now. When I started, then you had to do pretty much everything. You sell, you wrote code and did the support. Since 10 years back, I've been uh, asked to not write any more code. So I'm (laughs) focusing on selling and uh, talking to customers and doing that part of the business. Good. And I can see from your LinkedIn profile that you went to Slippery Rock University in Pennsylvania. So you spent some time yeah. in the U.S. as well. Yes, I did. Three years in the U.S. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I learned some stuff too, actually. So good. I had an information science degree. So that was a good, uh, good foundation for, for doing this. Good stuff. And Carolina, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, my name is Carolina Edmondson. And uh, I'm the manager uh, here to do this transformation, to get volume in Business Central. Yeah, to implement customers with uh, different package solutions we we have and to increase our delivery capacity. And I've been working with um, NAV since 2006, both as a user, but also as an uh, application consultant and product manager. I'm also a certified Scrum Master, actually. Good. And uh, yeah, 
And tell me a little bit about your journey from being a user. Did you start off as a Navision user and then make the transition into consulting? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I started as a user, the selling part in NAV, and yeah, I got a child. <laughs> <laughs> and then NAV called me and said, uh, how about working uh, with us? And I said, yes. And then I started to in um, in our support, actually. And then I went to to um, be a, an application consultant. And now the latest years as a project manager. Great. Well, uh, it's so good I to hear. Made a lot of, yeah. And tell me a little bit about NAB Solutions. I, I, my middle name is Alexander. So I presume it's not Neil Alexander Benson Solutions? No, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Network and Business Solutions, uh, which was actually describing when we started the company 2001 our intention was to have a one-stop shop we did have a data center we were selling hardware uh, working with all kind of uh, software and uh, navision was only one thing and right back then that was credible to do uh, with 10 people in the company but then over the years we we, we get more and more focused and since 2010 it's been Dynamics NAV. When we started the company, NAV was a pretty good name, and the product was Navision. And now, um, and, and then Microsoft acquired Navision, and they renamed it to NAV, which got um, a little bit confusing sometimes. Right. Uh, I have many stories about that. But we're really happy that Microsoft finally changed the product <laughs> name again to Business Center. <laughs> There was a little while when it was called Dynamics 365 Business Edition as well. Yeah, I was, they tried a lot of different names the past years. So, But NAV is um, still a strong product name, I think. But uh, in a couple of years, it's going to be Business Central. And then maybe we uh, don't get um, that mixed up and confused anymore. I read that the company was founded by Lars and, and Dan, who I think are a couple of NAV developers. And uh, eight other employees got together in, in 2001. And I have this yeah. vision of, a, you know, of an open plan Scandinavian office. It's like a democratic commune for you know, enterprise resource planning nerds who come together and they bring their dogs to work. And Was it like that in the beginning? Yeah, yes, it was. We, uh, we actually came from different large organizations and coming out of this um, financial crisis, 2001, yeah. And we wanted something else. Uh, and it was focusing on existing customers and having a, a good working environment. We built on on that tradition since then. And we, we tried to, um, to have an environment where you can have fun and try new things and uh, both develop the customers and yourself. And yeah. we, we're not afraid of trying new things. We like to be in the front line. Great. Yeah. And, and it seems to have been a very successful approach. You've grown to over 80 employees in, in those 18 years and a number of offices across Sweden now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We have five offices today from north to south. And uh, yeah, Sweden is a, it's a country that's very far from north to south. We need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, west is not that far. I, um, I yeah. did a little bit of um, Google mapping and the, the city you're based in or the town you're based in, is, is it Vaxio? Um, yeah. Vekwe, yes, that's uh, the main office. It's only four hours from Copenhagen, but six hours from Stockholm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the, by train, it's two and a half hours to Copenhagen. Okay. So 
So if you wanted to go and vis visit the head office of Navision uh, back in the day, then it would have been a, a short ride on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've done that a couple of times, actually. So, um, and so it's not too far. Um, well, tell me about the, the project or the projects that you submitted to Microsoft for their Partner of the Year award. Yeah, and actually we didn't do just one customer project. We submitted a, like a start of a new transformation here in NAB. We have many small projects where we moved NAV customers to the BC cloud. Right. We went to Directions in uh, Hague uh, in October and we got a lot of inspiration and got very curious and we got the demand uh, from the customers that yeah the customers wanted the BC. We started in December to to research how we can move the customers to the BC. And we got up the first three ones before um, Christmas. Wow. Yeah. So within a few yeah. weeks of, of starting the migration process? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Really small customers, though, but uh, we thought it's better to start, start Yeah. <laughs> and when it went so well, we just moved on. And we had a really clear goal that we wanted to move about 20 to 25 customers uh, to mid-April. And uh, so we had a quite tight deadline and we just moved on and achieved our goal. How did you manage to, obviously every customer that you want to move has to agree to go with you. They have to want to take that journey and migrate from an on-premise deployment up into the Microsoft cloud. What was it like working with those customers and, and convincing them that that was the best thing for their business? Well, some of them, they, they want to be on, on the latest platform, so it's not really an issue. Uh, we just tell them that now is the time. And then we had some other customers who we actually did not really ask that much. We just told them that it's, it's now it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, and we know that sometimes the customers, they, they want to have a system that works and that's updated. And if we ask them too many questions, uh, it, they tend to get confused. Uh, many of them, they prefer to get advised. Right. Uh, and some of them were not ready to do the to do the move, so we they they could stay on a uh, more on-prem in Azure environment, a more traditional environment. But I would say most customers, even though we did not ask them that many questions, they they're happy that they moved. So were these customers uh, hosted on on Azure by you, or were they were they a traditional kind of on-premise customer with a server in a in a cupboard somewhere? These 25 customers we moved, they were on an Azure uh, environment before. Right, okay. On a concept that we started like five years ago with more fixed functionality and, um, mm. and an Azure platform. Okay. So for them, it, most of them, it was a natural step yeah. to move on. Mm. Right. So they get all the benefits. They already had all the yeah, Azure benefits of scalability and reliability, but now it's going to be directly hosted by the, the Dynamics product team uh, yeah. with upgrades and all those kind of things built into the, to the uh, Business Central experience. Yeah, and also the integration to Office 365. Right. Right. I mean, we could tell them that they get a better Office 365 integration. Yeah. And that was probably, in many cases, just enough motivation to do it. So with Business Central, I know that you can uh, access 
you know, your, your suppliers and your customers in Outlook and you can create purchase orders and, and things right within the Outlook experience. So you don't even have to leave Outlook in order to interact with your ERP system. Was that not available before with NAV? Not as easy as no. now. Right. I, no. um, and tell so, me about some of your clients. What kind of size are they? What kind of industries are they in? Do, do you sell to small businesses in any industry or do you have a particular industry focus? It's not that specific, but many of these customers um, are service-oriented, uh, time reporting, project-based companies. I would say that the average company uh, has, I think it's somewhere between 7 and 10 uh, full users. Uh, the biggest one, I think, have 18 full users. And then they have some team members, uh, many of them. I think yeah, it, it varies between just a few team members to at least 25 team members. Okay. So the customers are not that uh, big, but we think it's uh, it, it's a good size to start with. Yeah, it's more about how they use the system, I guess. Yeah. And does, do those 25 represent a large proportion of your customers, or you still got a lot of bigger or mid-sized customers still on Azure and on-premise? No, I would say this is the lower end. But our plan is, of course, to move the rest of the customers to Business Central as well. But for us to gain experience, it's, it's easier starting with the smaller ones yeah. and then moving. After that, we, we added some. Now in June, we had some, some bigger customers that went live with a lot more transactions. And mm. So Good. we try to, to start small and yeah. expand. Yeah, it seems like starting small is quite a low-risk approach to take. You learn some lessons. And and then build up to the bigger customers who have, you know, more transactions in progress and things, which is you know, mm -hmm. always harder to do. Exactly. So do you want to talk me through the, the process of migrating one of your clients? Do you, do you treat that like a, a project or is it a simple, you know, press a couple of buttons and step through a wizard? What does the process look like? Yeah, the process is like that we we schedule the customers more or less and we, we made a internal here in NAB in the, in the team a very small analysis uh, what the customer had maybe they had uh, some kind of add-ons and uh, in BC we wanted to to go as standard as possible but we wanted to to make a really smooth migration here so we added PTEs to the customers per tenant extensions right. uh, where they had some um, uh, other solutions besides standards when we have made this analysis we uh, had a new tool that we developed that held the data in intact so we made first like an upgrade to nav 2018 <laughs> and uh, then we had uh, we call it tables to files so we we export uh, the tables and the data in the tables uh, to files and then we import it into bcc yeah it's like repeatable <laughs> so, so we have we have a tool, and for the customer, uh, it's not that much uh, work. No, uh, not for so, the customer. It's so we tell them that you have to log out uh, when they leave work, maybe yeah. at five o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, when they log in the next day, they they do that in in Business Central. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. The so, only thing the customer was engaged with it was like more education they got from us. Right. Every Friday between 11 and 12 o'clock, we had open sessions uh, where the BCC cu um, customers could could get uh, education in uh, BC. Later on, they also get uh, got personal education so, because the model client is so different. 
that that was maybe the the biggest challenge here is yeah. to to convince the users that uh, the new client is actually better than the old one, right? Uh, because many users like to hold on to to the old stuff that they yeah. already learned. Sure, I often think it's strange that you know we we cling on to the old versions of our business software. We don't like it when people move buttons around and make it harder mm -hmm. to find you know achieve our common tasks. But on our phone, we get app updates all the time. And, you know, yeah. Facebook comes out with a new app or LinkedIn's updated or Outlook on my phone is updated. But, yeah, don't dare change my business application software. It's, yeah. um, it's strange. Uh, with uh, NAV, we got through this a couple of times before. Uh, when I got into this 20 years ago, there, there used to be a, like a text-based client and we got the, the Windows client. Yeah. And the people I worked with, they... Some of them prefer the, the text-based uh, DOS version, and they actually wanted to build DOS look-alike clients for the... <laughs> With all, uh, all their favorite hotkeys and everything built into it. Yeah. And then we got the uh, the next upgrade with the uh, NAV uh, version 2009. It's like 10 years ago, we had the same issue that uh, the new role-based clients, uh, it's no good, there's a lot of things you can't do, it's too slow and all that thing uh, and now we're having that discussion discussion again <laughs> and, uh, and it's uh, it's the problem is it it's not only the users it's sometimes our own application consultants who, oh, really? who know every yeah but i mean you could i think i could find five application consultants here uh, in our company that prefer to work in the old windows client because they they know it so well and mm. uh, they know all the limitations and exactly what they can do. And then they start working with the modern client and they they know directly all the things they can't do. Right. But they don't know the new things they can do. So we had to overcome that. And it's the same thing with the, the customers who learned too much in the Windows client. <laughs> uh, you have to spend some time with them to, to tell them that you can actually do new things here. And, I'm interested in that challenge you have of, of bringing your own consultants along on the journey. I faced a similar challenge when thinking about some of the new technologies that Microsoft is bringing out, like Power Apps and, and Flow into my projects. I've got a bunch yeah. of developers who are really comfortable writing C Sharp and um, they're not <laughs> used, so used to drag and drop you know, configure, uh, configuration of applications. And I find it's probably the, the younger people on the team who are picking up these new technologies very quickly and then showing the old dogs like me how easy it is to build a power app and how quickly they can do it. And, um, and that's my reason for adopting those technologies is just to keep up with the kids on my team and, uh, and not feel too far behind. Do you, do you find a similar kind of experience with your team as well? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wouldn't say it's uh, age-based. It's more uh, personality, I think. We have uh, a developer that's 67 years old, and he's really on to all the new stuff. Yeah. And you and you can find some younger ones that like to do what they've yeah. been doing. So it's not all only about age. Okay. But well, I think we have to. You have to have the environment where it's okay to test new things, and try and. Yeah. We try a lot on our own business because if if we use the latest version ourselves it's easier to talk about the benefits to customers. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you're you're running Business Central within NAB Solutions? Yes, we are. That's, uh, I think it's really important for, you know, Microsoft partners have got internal use licenses and uh, it's important yeah. that, we, that we make use of those things and, and uh, then we can talk about it confidently. Uh, it's, uh, it's good to hear that you're using all the Microsoft stack inside your own business. Mm. So tell me a little bit more about the filling in the application form for partner of the year. What was that process like? Did you work closely with Microsoft and, and get coaching from them in order to have a successful submission or... Um, did you kind of just do it on your own, submit it, and hope for the best? No, we did it on our own. Well, I got, um, I don't know, uh, inspired or kicked in the butt uh, by a Microsoft employee uh, last fall uh, that we, we ought to apply for this. Um, so um, at first, when I looked at the, at the process, I, I got a little bit, you know, I'm scared. I, I don't really have time with this process. It seems complicated, uh, but then uh, I looked closer into it and realized it's it's not that hard. And then I, I read the the tips from from the jury that yeah. that's posted in in the process, and and uh, I thought that and understood that if we if we're gonna get somewhere in this, we have to to write something that's uh, relevant and that is fun to read. And it's also easy to get stuck in everyday problems. So we, I think we were three or four people who yeah. sat down and said, uh, what have we actually done? Yeah. If we look at from a, like a positive perspective and realize that this is pretty good. We have uh, in three months, uh, we have got 35 customers live on Business Central mm. in the cloud version. And uh, we converted 25 mm. and got 10 new customers live. Uh, for us, that was pretty good. We, yeah. we have no idea what the, the rest of the world is thinking, but we thought, it, why not uh, brag about it? Yeah, I think that's so those we, are fantastic results. I don't know of any other um, Navision partner with, with comparable results to those. Fantastic. Well done. So so then we, we started to, to try to, what, is, what have we actually done and not what we're planning to do, just what yeah. we've done. And then we try to write it in a way that it would be fun to read. Yeah. And then we had this uh, group of people uh, writing uh, text on their own, mm -hmm. and then we merged them. Yeah. And I think we worked with that for about a week. And then we agreed on something that was not too long, um, relevant, and yeah, a little Good. bit bragging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We wanted to add some numbers, as Johan says, how many customers. And we also add that we moved a customer just for like 20 minutes, uh, the, the fastest one. And yeah, it's easy to, to understand numbers, uh, I guess. And um, yeah, so that was one approach. Uh, that, that's great that you're very specific about the, the, the number of customers. Were you, did you have to name the customers in your submission as well? Uh, I think we named two. Yeah, okay. we, we, have, uh, we had two customers as... Uh, references uh, and uh, we asked them if we could quote them yeah and uh, and they said uh, they were happy with that so um, so we mentioned them yeah great i've i've heard that the, the judges on the microsoft side will actually go and check out their own telemetry and their own reporting to to verify that the customer that you're claiming to have done some great work for they'll go and check their usage and their adoption and uh, the ah. billing um so yeah, it's um, it's great that you're able to name <laughs> customers. Oh yeah, we didn't know that, but uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, 
So that's probably part of your success is you've been able to name a couple of customers. And I'm sure that those attributions that you got from your customers really helped with your mission as well. So well, well done. Mm -hmm. So are you going to enter again next year? Or are you going to win your category, uh, Business Centre uh, Partner yeah. of the Year? Uh, of I, course. I'm, I'm already planning on the next year submission. I, am, so. I, have a, <laughs> I have a theory, and I, I have no evidence for this, but I don't think you can win Partner of the Year in the same category two years in a, in a row. I might be wrong. Ah. But it's, it's, um, yeah. If it's ever happened, it's very rare. And... So and that's see, good. We didn't win now. We just uh, we, right. we were just finalists. <laughs> that's right. So you've, you've increased your chances for next year. Yeah, yeah that's I good. I hope so. Do you have plans to go to Inspire to collect uh, to collect your award? Uh, yes, I will. And uh, another colleague, uh, we will go there. We planned that, um, yeah, like six months ago. So okay. Great. I, I go there not every year, but maybe every second. Yeah, it's it's a good event. I'm not going to make it this year myself. It's a long way to travel from Australia, but yeah. uh, it's it's a quite a different atmosphere, a different environment from most other Microsoft conferences, um, because it's just partners. I think there's a lot more um, candid meetings with Microsoft uh, team members. I remember going there from from London when I lived in the UK, just to meet people who worked, you know, twenty or thirty kilometers from me, but it was easier for me to meet more of them in in Denver or in Los Angeles or in Toronto, wherever Inspire was being held, than it was to meet mm. them in London. So, Yeah, yeah, I have the same experience. Mm. Uh, I go there and meet a lot of Swedish people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. And, uh, Carolina, tell me about the what, what you've learned about um, these um, migration projects that you did. What lessons have you learned from those that you're going to take into your bigger migration projects, which are obviously going to have a few more risks and a few more challenges? Yeah. Now we we work a lot of on this to make these package solutions for the customers. And so that's more for new customers. These package solutions, we call it Streamline. And uh, actually, we, we have learned a lot about this and uh, the migration tools we, we uh, used when we moved the customers, we cannot use anymore. So now we are going to make new tools. Right. <laughs> and all the tools we had in NAV to, to my great yeah, customers and, and so on into, into a customer environment, uh, we no longer have. So now we are in another project to, to, um, to develop new tools, actually. Yeah, what have I learned more? Actually, we, we learn a lot from each other, more how we communicate, I guess, and how we, we work with each other, who is the best on doing uh, all the tasks, and we are more self-organized in that kind of way. Great. And um, it's more about that, I guess. We also try to move away from uh, charging hours, time and material and and have more packaged services so um, and do you take that similar approach for new clients as well you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's we learned a lot about uh, implementing or, or uh, migrating these customers we did maybe one a day in mm. some weeks uh, and then you have to work in a specific way to be efficient and mm. want to use that same methodology on new customers so yeah. our long-term goal is to implement a new customer every day. Yeah, and that's fantastic. We don't really have all the tools yet, but uh, yeah, now we now we have on. one uh, one per week, uh, actually. So uh, and this uh, the first customer actually that that uh, we implemented this 
package solution, the, the streamlined start, as we call it, just took 20 hours for us. But the, the customer signed on a Thursday and went live in the system um, the Wednesday next week. That's amazing. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Carolina, about applying your Scrum experience to these kinds of migration projects. They seem mm. really short. You couldn't, you couldn't do a two-week sprint if the project's going to be completed in three days? No, um, actually we, not. But all the work we are doing to to transform us and to make these packages and all this work around uh, this transformation is uh, we are we, uh, we have two week sprints actually and in these weeks we we put in everything we do including these new customer uh, implementations and then we yeah every team member takes is uh, take the tasks and we plan it for two weeks actually mm-hmm. yeah. So we have a big, a big uh, scope ahead of us to yeah. to improve these packages and, and develop more tools. This has been a, an awesome story. I really uh, want to take my hat off to you and congratulate you once again on, on achieving the finalist status in the 2019 Partner of the Year Awards. I hope that you go on to win next year. And I want to thank you both, uh, Carolina and Johan, for, for sharing your experience so genuinely with the Scrum Dynamics community. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us on your show. Well, I hope you also find that to be a fascinating interview with Johan Admark, he's the CEO, and Carolina Edvinson, who is a project manager at NAB Solutions in Sweden. A couple of things I learned from from their experience was when faced with lots of migration jobs like this is to start with the smallest ones first, build up some experience, um, build up the communication within the team, and develop some tools to automate repetitive tasks. And it's really important to emphasize education, not just of your customers and why they should come along and how they should adopt the new platform, but also with your internal team as well and help them come on that uh, change management journey along with you. We also got some great advice about entering the Microsoft Partner of the Year Awards. Johan's top tips were, number one was always to read the judge's advice. On the Microsoft Partner website, you can download the official rules, award guidelines, advice from the judges, and learn how to create a great entry. And I'll put links to all of those documents in the show notes. The second piece of advice was make your entry fun to read. Remember, these judges are going to be reading several submissions. Yours has got to stand out, and making it fun to read has got to help. Thirdly, was to be specific. Include numbers. If you're focusing on a single customer, make sure you name your customer and you're specific about the number of users that they have. Or in a case of NAB Solutions, where you're talking about lots of customers, be specific about the number of customers. Um, Include your customers' names and uh, the testimonials, references or quotations from your customers. That's really going to help support your submission as well. And two more pieces of advice was one to brag. Remember, you're selling your company, you're selling your partner submission to the judges. Uh, You've got to make it stand out. Don't be afraid to show off a little bit. And finally, get your team involved. Don't feel that the submission has to be written by somebody in your marketing department. Get the delivery team, the project management team, and your leadership team all involved in writing the submission, and then get marketing to edit that document and put it all together for you. So I just want to wrap up the show with a quick reminder that you can download my Scrum Terms Cheat Sheet by visiting customary.com, that's the word customer, with a Y on the end, dot com slash Scrum Terms. Thank you very much, guys. That was awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I did something like this, but uh, <laughs> it's a real pleasure to, to tell that kind of story. I'm sure Microsoft must be thrilled 
that uh, not long after the launch of Business Central, you know, then six months or so, that, that you've migrated so many customers. I'm sure that was a, a key reason why they highlighted your success. Yeah, that's what we think too, of course. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's fun to do new things. Yeah. And everybody on the team is really motivated. So, and it's kind of spreading. We talked about this consultants not really want to adapting the new thing. When they see how much fun the team working with this yeah. is having, they get curious and want to get in mm. in the new world as well. So Yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of Scrum Dynamics. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and you remember to click the subscribe button. I'd really love to see you. We've got lots more of these interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks. So make sure you tune in and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.